Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, is it true that Danny West was just kind of out wandering the streets today of Fayetteville mm-hmm. not knowing what to do? He's been salting driveways. <laughs> <laughs> he told me earlier, if you ever told me I'd be salting me and my neighbor's driveways on National Signing Day, I'd tell you you're crazy. But there just wasn't wasn't anything to, to talk about. I guess the the most exciting thing, I guess, was Miles Rouser signed with uh, somebody else, signed with Campbell. So um, that's about the only notable thing. The University of Arkansas released a few key dates. I'm sure you probably have gone over those with uh, spring football. Starting game, well, not the red-white game, the open practice on April 16th. And I've got a few ideas on why they may have labeled it that. Have you guys discussed why they call it an open practice? No. Instead uh, of a red-white? No. Instead no. of a scrimmage? Or well, a there, I, I do know that there has been discussion about potentially with spring football um, going no contact, not like not full pads and stuff. There's been some discussion on that, so I don't know. Maybe they're leaving it open instead of calling it the red-white game for now, just in case something like that happens. I don't know exactly. Or maybe they're planning on doing a partial scrimmage. or I don't know, but I, I thought it was interesting because they've always just called it the red-white game, um, and it's, you know, surrounded with, you know, the hog fest deal and, you know, everything else that you would expect to be surrounding a, um, you know, a red-white game. So. But they're calling it an open practice. That's how they but phrased no it. No contact. Um, and then they uh, about all spring. No contact. We're just in that game. There's been discussion. There's been discussion. Really? The that, entire spring. The whole spring. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Marcus Elliott didn't. There has been night. talk about that. Wow. They're just going to play powder puff football or what? Uh oh, be careful. Yeah. I guess so. Uh oh. Be careful. <laughs> no Don't want to insult somebody. You might get canceled. Gee whiz. Yeah. Trey, you... football. This is football. It is going to be football practice, right? Yeah. With no contact. Trey, you, you think the early yeah. signing period? That's just been dis- that's just been talked about. It hasn't. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to get anybody scared that that's not you know what's going to happen. But it has been talked about. That would be stunning Sorry, for Ray, a coaching staff. You know, Sam Pittman, known as a physical coach, you got to have physical linemen, and then no contact in the spring. How do you evaluate the offensive line? Live contact. I agree. I agree. Uh, you work on different things. I guess you work on concepts. I don't know, but um, goodness, or maybe it's not just not too taking them to the ground. But when that, yeah, like, yeah, contact, but not live, not tackling, not full pads. It's kind of what um, you know. Some of the stuff that's been talked about, and this goes back to last spring. I had to talk with somebody about that. That they, you know, there, there was talks about that. So I don't know when they had when they listed open practice. That just kind of. You know, parked my ears up a little bit because I, I was aware of, uh, you know, some discussion about that. So I don't know. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves just yet. Trey, you think the overall consensus is the early signing period is here to stay? I hope not. Uh, I like the later period. I think it makes more sense from uh, coaching changes to, you know, having a new coaching staff to where, you know, you actually have some time to put a class together. You, have, you don't even have a shot 
to put a class together, really, if you're if you're a new coaching staff because everything's – I mean, you get two weeks to get out on the road. I mean, it's just – there's just no way to do it. And then, you know, you get judged on that class four years from now because they're all your seniors. So I just think that we've kind of crammed everything together there at the end when there's, you know, so many other things that, you know, can take place. Now, if you're enrolling early, I get it. And, hell, I mean, Arkansas has – 18 early enrollees. I mean, so maybe <laughs> maybe it's almost pointless. Like, if, But if you're going to enroll early, okay, I see a reason to do it. But I don't know. And, I, and I've mentioned this before. You know, for me, December is the month that I want the most traffic. That's, that's when ad revenue is at its highest. So I want the most eyes I can get, right? But – you know, for me to say I would rather signing day be in February like it was, I just think, you know, everything has its has its spot. And you still have two signing days because there's a lot of guys that are going to sign early anyway, you know. I mean, you have 18 players. So if you're going to roll early, I say, okay, let you let them do it. Um, otherwise, let's, let's let everybody wait a little bit. Have you been able to track, Trey, over the last couple of years, what the impact has been in regard, and I'm just talking only Arkansas. I'm not asking you to do the entire SEC or otherwise. What I mean is that what percentage is ending up in December being part of that class? Now, you mentioned this being a huge number. I think it was 12 of the high school signees uh, enrolling for the spring yeah. at Arkansas. Uh, yeah, they're going to have it's to be part of It's over half of the high school signees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm wondering if that's if that also becomes the latest trend. That is, you sign heavy uh, in the December signing period, and the majority of those end up uh, being on campus uh, January the first. Yeah. Um, were you asking how many? What's the percentage of players who are signing in the early period? Yeah, over the last couple of years that have ended up uh, yeah, actually signing. I mean, it's got to be like. Nine out of ten, right? Yeah, I mean, seems like it. There aren't as I mean, it's it's an overwhelming majority that are signing early. It, it's got to be no worse than eighty percent, and I would say probably ninety. And even the ones that um, signed back, even though they didn't enroll, those that went through high school uh, for the spring, they're not going to get that that bang, if you will, from the big press conference that the coach typically has. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, didn't even have one this, <laughs> this year. <laughs> no media, no, no, no signing day coverage whatsoever from the university. And why would there be? Yeah. They've already done it. Already done it. All right, let's talk. Rand- Randy I'm keeps sorry. asking you when the next access to Sam Pittman is, and normally it would be now. Does that mean it's March yeah. the 12th or March the 11th before spring practice? Next time you I have been asking. It, I that's what I've been it, asking. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it's going to be a pre-spring press conference, which wow. is, I mean, that's that's quite a long time to go without talking to the head football coach. Now, yeah. uh, maybe they set something up just as a, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you just have a press conference to have one other than just to get the coach in front of the camera. But, um it's it, it's got to be a record, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, right. 
No doubt. For this time of year, time. This, that, considering that we don't have one today, then yeah. I guess it's probably a record for yeah. length of time and um, did he ever without have a media opportunity one? while school's yeah. in session. Did he ever have a postseason one? He didn't, did he? So really the last no. time no. anybody talked to him was immediately after the Outback Bowl. Correct. Immediately wow. after the Outback Bowl, yep. Amazing. So the so the good old days are gone. Yeah, I mean, where you, just, good old days are gone. Where you bump into the head football coach at Arkansas at a basketball game, and, and you got a camera with you, yeah. and you get an interview, right? <laughs> yeah, those good old days yeah. are gone. Oh, they would tackle no, you if you tried to spontaneously. <laughs> Somebody'd come out of the crowd and they'd knock you down. No, you can't do that. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Sue. Sue, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon. I have a basketball question. Are y'all taking basketball questions? Or just sure. Football? Well, of course. Um, I am from Kentucky. Grew up in Louisville, but I went to University of Arkansas. I was the only one in my family that completely moved and didn't do the traditional go to Louisville. Everything that my family has been saying, my friends have been saying, is that Louisville is really, really trying to well, if you're asking about Louisville's program, the only thing we've heard is they obviously fired their basketball coach who had a decent record but not a great record. And there are those that believe he was fired because he was involved in some discrepancies within the program just as couple of their previous coaches have been that's and that's really about all we know randy you know any more than that no no or jeff no but he settled very gracefully what'd you say Clay? jeff goodman said something about uh muscleman would would absolutely go to louisville or something you know oh who I said mean, that just jeff goodman, goodman espn oh i don't do you think do you think muscleman would go to louisville why would, why would you I go have there? I no idea. That's been about a week struggling. ago, it felt like. Especially when he's got the number two recruiting class in the <laughs> whole country coming to Arkansas. That wouldn't make sense, would it? Nothing against Louisville. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could see Musselman leaving Arkansas for would be like. West Coast. You know, yeah, West Coast. I'll go back to NBA. Right around where he's from. Yeah, we're in NBA. I'll go back yeah, to the I NBA. I, I don't think he'll leave just I, for another college job. Listen to me. Kentucky, a blue blood like that, but um, Cal's not yeah, going maybe like a UCLA or something like that. Um, but I, I don't think he's leave, would leave for Louisville. Um, I don't know that he's interested in coaching in the NBA anymore. I mean, it feels like he kind of reinvented himself after a couple mm-hmm. of jobs he had there, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, take a couple of assistant coaching jobs in college, you know, take the Nevada job, take the Arkansas job. He's used his NBA experience to the maximum as a college coach. And yes. uh, you go back to the NBA, it doesn't, there's no value. In, I mean, there's no extra value in whatever he knows from previous NBA. I don't see how you parlay that into uh, a desire to go back, yeah. Let's talk to Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, how are you guys doing today? I know it's cold. <laughs> yeah, it is it's cold. cold. Hey, Trey, uh, you're talking about the no pads. Do you think that they might just want to be cautious about injuring people? Oh, yeah. That's the reason. That'd be the only reason. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause, I mean that makes sense to me. Because, I mean, sense. maybe 
Coach you know, Pittman's I, wanting to uh, want to have all these guys at 100. percent But other than say an ACL tear, any injury yeah. that you have in the spring, you can rehab in plenty of time for the fall. Yeah, you know, some of those guys are going to be. I think it big. has. I mean, it, I think guys, we all know it has. It it has connection. You know, the the thought process behind it would be. Um, you know, limiting the amounts of, you know, times you have, you know, collisions with your head. Yeah, that's true too. That, that, that's that's coming. To, that that's been a big thing in, in all football. Yeah, you get the helmet thing figured a- out. I mean, there's you see every once in a while all kinds of new ideas for helmets, and you know now, pretty much everybody except for maybe wide receivers and corners, maybe. Uh, you know, wear that extra padding on on their head, um, yeah. you know, during practice. I mean, like, it used to be just a few guys here and there, and then it was just, you know, a couple position groups, and now pretty much everybody is wearing those. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's all I really had out there. Y'all have a good week, and be careful. You too. Thank you, Thanks. Tim. Now, uh, we, let's we, see. In fairness, we haven't confirmed that Arkansas is not going to have contact this spring. Not that, even, not at all. I've tried to is. say that. I know that's people right. keep talking about like it. Like, right. so, so it's just something that I had a conversation with somebody yeah. in the athletic department last year, uh, who kind of indicated that somebody who would absolutely know, you know, yeah. if you know stuff like that was real talk, and it, it has been, you know, talked about. So, and, and it just parked my is. ears up because they said open practice. I'm thinking not red white. Well, it's, I'm thinking Trey that Alabama and Georgia are probably going to have contact this spring. Yeah. And those are the teams you're trying to beat. So uh, no pun. Well, no I'm pun not in- saying it's. A, I'm not oh, okay. I'm not saying it's an Arkansas thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about a nationwide thing. An NCAA. Oh, thing. Are? oh yeah. I'm not talking nation- about Arkansas oh. just planning on doing this. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. a different story. Mm-hmm. Totally. No, Arkansas be- would be insane to do that if everybody else was hitting. You think it's going to be legislated, or you just think wow. right? Under- Le- understood. Yes. Yes. Wow. Next, I'm not saying it's month? this year. I'm just saying that's been talked about. You guys are taking this too far oh. also. No, that's no way that this is talk um, radio. Like I, I mentioned it in passing. Like, this is something that's being, like, oh, talked oh, about oh, a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I didn't Trey, this is talk that. radio, please. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Trey, yeah. I thought you were just talking about Arkansas yeah. this spring. Yeah, we didn't, I didn't no. All three of us no. took it that way. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I... I'm 95% mentally right now from the COVID stuff, so I, I probably wasn't clear <laughs> as I needed to be. I still have a touch of the brain fog. Okay. Wait a minute, Dre. Are you saying that Arkansas, they're not going to have any contact this spring at Arkansas? <laughs> Don't. Okay. Thank you. That's better. That's okay. Better. Yeah, we all feel better now. We grasp Sorry. it now. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's talk with uh, Danny. <laughs> Danny, you have a question or comment for Trey, and don't make it about contact, uh, please. Uh, no, sir. I'm sorry to take up his time. I just came in on the tail end of the the women's basketball recruitment. Uh, I was wanting to know: Did he say Clo Clardy was coming to Arkansas from Conway, or not? He kind of indicated that we we're talking about Bart Reed. I don't know that she's made a formal commitment. No, I don't know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about um, Clardy from Conway? Yes, yes. That's a player. Okay. That is an excellent player. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that's all I had. Thank you very much. Very good. Thank you, Danny. You know, okay. that reminds me of the level of confusion I, I gave you guys when I was 
talking about uh, the NCAA tournament and being vasectomy season. <laughs> and you guys, you guys weren't catching on why I was saying everybody was going to get a vasectomy. No, we because, sure weren't. Yeah, so they can, you know, stay home from work and watch the tournament. It's <laughs> yeah. a good time to no, schedule if you're, you're right. going to do it. I, I remember that. I re- there was a lot of confusion on this call. I was waiting for you to bail yourself out. Oh, <laughs> didn't, didn't phase me. That happened a long time ago. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, this from our Asher Record <laughs> Service Company live feed feedback. Brock says, when is the latest a player can transfer and still play in this fall? Well, SEC to SEC, you can't anymore. That line is done. SEC has an earlier date than the NCAA on transferring uh, inside the conference. Um, as far as, like, in terms of, like, you know, for next year. So, um, as far as anybody can transfer right now, you can leave the program if you want and enroll somewhere else and be eligible next semester, except for the fall, right? Right. For the spring, I guess you could technically transfer in at Georgia still since they use quarters, right? They do. And get enrolled on campus before uh, before the fall semester. They're the only ones that does that, I think. In the SEC, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Trey, put in perspective, if you can, what this one class can do for Jimbo Fisher down in Texas A&M. This is the greatest class ever Mm -hmm. that's been signed, at least paper-wise. I mean, is this the kind of class combined with what, a&M may have returning that can actually put them into the playoff picture next year? Well, at some point, they almost got into the playoff picture the uh, year before last. Two years I mean, ago, they, correct. They just got edged out by Notre Dame and ESPN, I guess. But uh, they, you know, they, they're putting together a pretty, pretty stacked roster at Texas A&M. And they have before and have kind of typically underperformed with it. This is what they're calling on 24-7 – the highest ranked recruiting class in the history of college of the rankings era anyway the highest and i saw jimbo fisher on uh, cbs sports hq today with josh pate and uh, he was pretty hot about everybody saying that they spent 30 million dollars on on the recruiting <laughs> class and basically took you know somebody some poster named sliced bread on a message board and, and ran with it and then it starts getting reported everywhere but he was pretty hot about it i don't know if he was completely truthful in saying that nil had nothing to do with putting oh, that recruiting class together but the 30 million dollar thing i can i can definitely believe that from him that that's that seems excessive um, it's only 20 yeah maybe it's, it's just 20 <laughs> 20 million yeah <laughs> but uh Anyway, he was pretty fired up about that. But uh, they, uh, I mean, they have like six top 100 defensive linemen. You know, regardless of position, six guys that are ranked in the top 100 prospects in the country. Um, I'll tell you what, that's better than Arkansas has been doing on the defensive line. Arkansas oh has not. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, Arkansas has not been recruiting four-star. They haven't, they haven't gotten four-star <laughs> defensive linemen in a while, so. Um, it's impressive what they've done. There's no question. 
Very impressive. Everybody be safe. Drive careful. Absolutely. Yes. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Beatty of Hawksports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.